Namaskaram everyone welcome back to the podcast and welcome to Q&A with our awesome Isha Hatha Yoga teacher Kanika ka so if you have any queries whether it's regarding Hatha Yoga Isha practices sadhana struggles or whatever do drop a DM in Kanika ka's Instagram handle kanika.hatayoga which i have linked to in the description so let's go directly into the podcast and we'll be keeping it short and simple tada Namaskaram Kanika ka. Namaskaram bhai Sakana. Yes, so today's question is so I came across this article and I also noticed that you know young women suffer from this uh, this thing called as PCOS and PCOD. I don't know much mm-hmm. about it, but the guru yeah. says that you know hatha yoga can help in that. Uh, so could you talk a bit about that and how hatha yoga helps in it so that uh, yes. the uh, the listeners uh, can make use of it. Sure, sure. Thank you, Anna. So, uh, yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, in fact, you know, so often I also get a lot of uh, messages on Instagram, and also uh, a lot of um, um, women reach out to me. Young girls reach out to me saying that you know they specifically are uh, facing issues uh, with PCOS or PCOD. Uh, so, PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome, and PCOD is polycystic ovarian disorder. and uh, there are of course different you know uh, grades in this there are different types there's a lot of research going on around uh, in in um, in today's times like there has definitely been an absolute surge in the number of uh, young women especially who are being diagnosed with this so um, uh, now what sadguru says is there's uh, two uh, two three different things that he's uh, highlighted you know when he's talked about this um one is you know if we had to look at you know why it is coming about one of the reasons is that you know as we've evolved uh, our lifestyles have evolved so much society has evolved so much say 30 40 years ago the average um, uh, age for you know women to bear child where a child was uh, i think it was uh, he mentioned it was like much younger whereas now you know it is 21 22 or something like that but even in our uh, circle immediate circle we don't know anybody who's bearing children at that young age yeah. right yeah uh, so historically uh, what would happen is that women's reproductive system was going to be used um, say in some sense used in the sense that it was going to be active for child bearing from say 15 16 years onwards right like um, so many of our grandmothers or great grandmothers would have uh, uh, started bearing children at uh, that young an age and uh, of course you know it's not something that uh, uh, we are saying is the way but it's we're just seeing the how, how sort of you know the historical aspect to this that how uh, women's bodies are changing in some sense so uh, because of the lifestyles and because of the generational shift and societal shift So uh, what he's saying is Sadhguru is saying is that essentially you know what would happen was now women have been gifted a very uh, elaborate reproductive system because it's only women who can uh, reproduce and bear children but uh, now of course that system is not being um, uh, uh, not being faced with the same kind of situations that would happen so many years ago In fact now they say that you know uh, it's over the coming years the average uh, age for bearing children would come up to 35 and uh, Sadhguru says that is actually a great thing it is really good for society overall but i'm not going to comment on that i'm just sharing what uh, he has um, uh, spoken about 
so one aspect is this that the reproductive system is not uh, uh, in the same way it's not being um, whatever the word might be for that okay uh the other thing is that uh, in terms of our lifestyle right if you see that what our lifestyles are for most young people and uh, um they're sitting and uh, for major part of the day right so if you're sitting if you're not having an um, uh, a job that requires you to be active throughout the day like most of us have desk jobs um, i remember like till my corporate uh, career i would be sitting for Uh, 8 9 hours in a day just sitting okay. actually much more than that this was at work and then the rest of the time also you're at home you're sitting or whatever you're lying down so in terms of activity that's not happening so as a result of that um, a lot of uh, young women have a tendency to gather abdominal fat so when you've uh, gathered abdominal fat and there's research around this as well that that increases your propensity to the disease so you would become uh, much more likely to uh, be uh, be prone to pcos or pcod if you have uh, abdominal fat so um the other thing uh, now it's important that he say uh, because he mentions this that it's not only about you know losing that abdominal fat and becoming physically fit in that sense hatha yoga is very very important more important um, uh, in terms of dealing with this because the entire system needs to be a, in a certain kind of balance it's not only about your physical body being a certain way so practices such as surya kriya surya shakti if you do they they have a tremendous impact on you know balancing the overall system and that is very very powerful to help uh, deal with anything like this or to you know and to prevent it so what he said that if you know if uh, young women uh, young girls like start hatha yoga from the age of 12 13 years of age and if they're actively uh, regularly doing hatha yoga there will be uh, there will be no chance of them being diagnosed with pcos or pcod um of course you know uh, there's something known as lean pcos also like which even without abdominal fat people have uh, been diagnosed so uh, it's not merely about physical uh, fitness in some sense it's not about you know going to the gym or and looking a certain way it's also about your system being in alignment so these things are very important and the third thing that he talks about is stress so essentially and and this of course you know all doctors have been talking about it scientists have been talking about it that most of our diseases today are stress induced lifestyle induced so stress um, if uh, you know if uh, it's work it's relationships it's family or uh, uh, whatever it might be career etc so um, stress in any aspect in any dimension of your life you know is definitely going to have an impact on your system and uh, that will uh, reflect and manifest in certain ways in um, in the form of disease or um, such syndromes in that sense right so that's in a nutshell about uh, pcos and pcod for young women anyone over the age of 13 years of um, 13 years should definitely be doing uh, a practice like surya kriya hatha yoga is going to be very very powerful for this uh, you will notice a lot of changes you will notice that you know your menstrual cycle gets regulated you will notice that uh, uh, your body feels uh, more energetic there's more alignment whatever pcos symptoms one of the symptoms is that you know your uh, menstrual cycle is irregular 
so all of that will slowly come into balance of course the right diet and you know taking care of your well being would go a long way so if at all there are uh, listeners who have been diagnosed or um or you know who've been diagnosed with pcos and not yet uh, pcod so just make sure you start taking those steps towards your well being and uh, it can definitely be uh, reversed as well they say yeah <laughs> Does Buddha Shuddhi? I was reading in the article something about Buddha Shuddhi. Like, does Buddha Shuddhi also help with this or uh, Surya Kriya? So I'm. So he's. I'm not. Maybe uh, I. I'm not aware of it. But uh, in terms of hormonal imbalances, sort of, you know, them manifesting physically, Surya Kriya is definitely recommended. Buddha Shuddhi, and he has spoken about it. Is uh, that in? Uh, so anyone suffering from uh, premenstrual stress, so PMS, uh, women who suffer from P- PMS. Now, if there's some amount of you know physiological discomfort, that is fine. But if you're going through a lot of psychological disturbances, so there are a lot of people who get very uh, anxious or they feel extremely um, irritable, etc. So it, if it gets really bad, uh, he says that Bhuta Shuddhi is uh, very powerful. And I've personally experienced this that um, uh, you know uh, many years ago, like uh, not many actually, a few years ago. um uh, my menstrual cycle used to be you know it used to get me really uh, irritable uh, anxious emotional and uh, of course there was a lot of physiological discomfort as well there would be a lot of cramps and um, i would really be in a bad state for like those 3 days and my friend my best friend remembers you know she knows because and she was actually surprised to see me now because now my menstrual cycle is is as comfortable as it can be you know uh, in the sense that you know uh, there's very little discomfort physiological also of course because i do hatha yoga so that really has helped me a lot and bhuta shuddhi has helped me a lot so it brings a different kind of uh, it's a very subtle practice you know bhuta shuddhi but it has tremendous impact and it took me a while to actually notice that um, because it's so subtle it's very easy to miss it but if you just keep up with it and uh, you do it uh, you'll notice that um, it has an impact okay okay aka thank you so <laughs> this much this has become a little longer now from the <laughs> micro podcast it's, it's, yeah. it's okay i hope yeah. all the ladies listen and message yeah no everyone should listen actually you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> okay great thank you so much bye okay. okay okay aka thank you namaskar namaskar Awesome guys hope you enjoyed the podcast if you are listening to this on apple podcast do leave a written review it would mean the world to me and you can leave a rating a one star two star three star up to five star whatever is genuine to you but if you are listening to it on any other platforms please do follow me on spotify or google podcast so take care guys until the next podcast with kanika ka namaskar